0: Welcome to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast, offering whole life insights and a unique presentation perspective from normally two sisters and sisters, but today will be just me speaking to the collective sisterhood of women everywhere. So we offer weekly conversations about the status of women today and empower you with the tools and strategies to help you live your best life. Based on our backgrounds in small business consulting, personal finance, and career management, we offer sound advice and share the key success principles for business leadership and personal finance. Importantly, we are speaking to the whole you, and we're here to support you on your personal growth journey. So, as we all know, new buzzwords, you know, they pop up all the time, and you sort of wonder where they come from. So two words that I know have been playing everywhere recently are alliance and coalition. So perhaps you are part of an alliance or maybe you want to start a coalition that will address issues faced by women. So I'm excited to hear from a woman trailblazer who I was inspired to reach out to just by reading a newspaper article in August, 2021. So there are numerous women who are making amazing inroads into solving problems that affect small businesses. Sometimes it's the need to network with others or to market their product or to raise capital. So without further ado, as they say in show business, uh, I am pleased to introduce Tiffany Hollinger, who is a woman entrepreneur, real estate agent, and financial advisor. She is the owner of the Cleveland area company, Hollinger Financial, which means she is also an investment consultant. But what you probably have not heard about is the Ohio Women's Coalition that she shares. She has a Master of business, a business Administration. She has over 25 years of financial services, experiences ranging from banker, manager, financial advisor, And she incorporates her finance hat when she's doing her real estate business. So, are you ready, Ms. Tiffany, to talk to us while I ask you questions? And, you know, the questions are set up, obviously, to share certain information. But, you know, feel free to share what you're willing to share. But I know I'm excited, and I know this is so beneficial because, again, I just thought it was a great idea so so you were part of a launched coalition at the state level in Ohio yes so when I first read about you I was led to look up the Ohio Women's Coalition yes. and there are several questions you know I could ask you to share that represent common themes that affect women everywhere but you, how about you tell us how this alliance of women support women leaders or women businesses or any other situation that affects what they might do, particularly as it relates to the economy or
1: whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. First, I would be remiss if I did not take a moment to say thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, thank you for allowing me an opportunity to share the great things that we are doing. And um, just thank you from sisterhood to sisterhood. Oh, our pleasure. So, yeah. So as a backdrop, uh, a few months ago, and um, let's say probably when the pandemic first started, um our governor got together with a few uh small business owners to advise him on how he could be of assistance to small business owners um of that group of individuals that the governor uh gathered together which i think the number is about 20 mm-hmm. um, of that 20 um to my understanding, only one was African-American, only two were women, and one of the two women was the African-American, and none of them were what we define as micro enterprise businesses, which are business owners that have less than 20 employees. Now, the interesting thing about that is when you step back and look at the registry of small businesses that are in the state of Ohio, I think the last time I looked at a number, don't quote me on this, but approximately about 92% of the businesses that are in the state of Ohio fall into that category of micro enterprises. Okay. So with that being said, a group of women kind of got together on a weekly basis to have a conversation about How can we get the ear of the governor to share the challenges, um, the pain points of these micro enterprises and small businesses throughout the state of Ohio to be able to make sure that our voices are heard and resources are being allocated to that population, right? So every week we're having these conversations, we have various legislators that come together. And um, after a while, you know, the power of women, Um, Most of these women were primarily in the Columbus area, though, Mm -hmm. um, said, hey, let's establish an an organization where we can advocate for women so that we could advocate for these voices. Now, because that's how we started, because it was about small business owners, that is our primary focus, but it's not our only focus. The mission of the Ohio Women's Coalition is to advance the economic condition of all women. Okay? Huge, huge so, endeavor, yes. <laughs> right? Yes, right? Okay. Now currently, concurrently while we were, you know, talking and having conversations We also were talking to uh, the Department of Development and various um, administration and the governor and the lieutenant governor um, expressing, we know the 800 pound gorilla is access to capital.
0: Right, right.
1: So as well as the litany of other things, you know, um, so they heard us, they heard us loud and clear um, and then we got legislation to be added to the books so that a, and the result was now we were, we were amazed when we seen $10 million, like we, you know, you ask for something, you think, oh, maybe we might get a couple of 500,000 dollars. So we were floored when we seen that right. it was 10 million, Right. Exactly. So we, but that was just a proposal. So we launched into action. Uh, well, let me back up. Again, concurrently, we are formulating this organization, right? Okay. We, we We said that when we say coalition, what we mean is a diverse group. so women, African American, white, Hispanic, you know, Asian, that as a coalition, but um also the entire state of Ohio because we have the Nabos who have, who focus on business, sorry, small business owners who are women, and they have an advocacy element, but there's nothing through the entire state of, but they're regionalized, I'm sorry. So you got one in Columbus, you have one in Cleveland. I'm not sure if there's one in Cincinnati or the Toledo area or anything of that nature. So there's no organization that's gonna, that has a collective voice throughout the entire state of Ohio. So when we set a coalition, we wanna make sure that we can gather voices from the entire state of Ohio to the state of Ohio legislators and corporate you know, decision makers on again, adv- advancing the economic condition of women. And so we had to formulize as a nonprofit, we are a registered lobbying organization. Uh, We are registered with the state of Ohio and we currently have um, five board members in our bylaws state that we need to have board members. One in each of the five geographical areas, Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest, and Central. So anyone's listening, we're still looking for board members in the Toledo area. So we need representation in, in, in that area. So we go about the business of formalizing and advocating at the same time, right? Because that's the beauty of women.
0: Yes, yes. So we, I mean we
1: can juggle. Right. This this makes my head span
0: it because I <laughs> I mean this is just huge. Yeah. And Ohio has a lot of cities. And so um, you know, in every region is kind of known for certain things. I mean, I'm in the area of the aerospace and aviation area, the Dayton community, but um, just with the whole nonprofit, the small businesses of which I've done a lot of business with, um, there's just such a huge need for what you said. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, I know they don't have hordes of people doing this, (laughs) and so and the biggest, you know, and I want to go back to again why I was so struck by this because, you know, there's pockets, there's volunteers, there's nonprofits everywhere. And really and truly, small businesses do run the country. People, you know, we all know about the big businesses, but little people don't get, you know, the same amount of press. But, you know, shut down a small business and where are you? You will have an empty house you will not be able to go get certain things and you know, just the whole supply chain thing. So anyway, um, I don't wanna, I I wanna kinda go back again, how you were uh, doing this at the same time, which is, you know, always another thing. How are we gonna do this? And so I'll ask you some other questions as it relates to that. But, um, you know, I know the subtitle said, and so I just kinda wanna say it again. The subtitle, which I didn't share, of this article said, How Ohio Women Got Business Loan Fund in the State Budget. And so I know that Ohio is on the map for various reasons. And that's the other reason I was just so amazed at this, because too often things are just hard. All people here are all the negative things, and we don't think anything can be accomplished. But you all did that. Yes. And the other thing that you pointed out was diversity. We live in a very diverse society and that's the only way women businesses have made it really and truly because you know it's kind of like raising your family, you know you don't really get a choice about everything, right? You just go do it. Well, I think this is the same thing. And so um, as you so we talk about, various income streams and business lines and leaving a legacy of wealth. And you, you clearly have said that that's kind of what you're after. The whole woman, um, the economic things that affect women business. And obviously if it affects their business that also you know, it's their livelihood, it's how they're gonna put food on the table. Yeah. So why is building wealth important for women? And sometimes people get a little, well, what are we talking about? Wealth. I'm just trying to keep the doors open. But you know what? We're not talking about thinking small, right? And why does everybody else have wealth and women? So we, you know, we are kind of
1: beautiful, beautiful question. So interesting again with my even with my financial advisor had and having lived several years in the Washington DC area. Coming back home to Cleveland and Northeast Ohio and probably Ohio, that word wealth does not really resonate with people. They are, how can I just put food on my table? How can I take care of my children? How can I be able to maybe pass them on a little bit of something? But wealth is not really a trigger word here, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we understood that we are looking to advance the economic condition of all uh, women and which is a lot more palatable people can relate to that I, I, you know, I like
0: that, so it's, it's going to show up again advance the economic condition like of that. women right right
1: absolutely and, and and again a lot of uh organizations are out here that addresses the social needs, you know um and and so we're very clear that we're not here to be a social organization we're here to be an economic organization and to your very point of the question that you're asking and why it's important to men who are the decision makers is it's not about we are taking more of the piece of the pie the more that women can Increase their economic condition and capacity. The pie gets bigger, and the bigger the pie, then there's more resources, more jobs, more infrastructures, and more contributions that women can contribute to the society. And so, it's very important because we're here doing it. Um, but the ability and how we're doing it is at this snail's pace because we're the epitome of bootstrap, right? I can't remember the study, but it was one, I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find it that says that of the women who have started businesses or of the venture capital dollars mm-hmm. that have been pr- provided to businesses, I think it's like less than 5% of venture capital dollars startups go to women. Wow. Right? And it's mm-hmm. it, it, it studies yeah. after studies that it tell you that. You know, when pitching, women don't come off as credible mm-hmm. as men do. And, and maybe because we're talking about social construct things, or because again, a lot of times these are lifestyle businesses. We, we've categorized them as lifestyle businesses, okay. Okay. but they're still viable business entities. Right. They still right. create revenues, they still create jobs, they still pay taxes, they still, you know, so right. however the lifestyle may be, still very viable. So. Studies after studies after studies will tell you that the need is there. And sometimes it's not a big need. Sometimes it's just, I need $10,000 to do this marketing program, or I need $10,000 to buy this piece of equipment, or I need to buy a batch of inventory for this big contract, right? Because sometimes we can't grow because the element to jump is beyond our capacity. Right. I got. I have an opportunity to be, um, I could think of one business owner, she she does a retail product of beauty mm-hmm. care, right? Mm-hmm. So here, you get a contract where let's say like Whole Foods and you're able to stock on their shelves. Well, they're not gonna just take two and three orders or two or three hundreds, they want two no. or 3,000 Absolutely. Absolutely. products. So now you need to mass produce and, you, and so you need to ramp up really quick in inventory and payroll and all of that and you got to produce all of this and it might take you three weeks to produce all of this that means within that three week there was a two-week pay cycle that you got to pay your staff and you had to buy all the materials and you had to do all this and get it together to just get it to them and i don't know how retail works so I, that's not my industry right, but, 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 maybe but you you're well taken i mean for sure yeah, yeah you know and so god forbid if Well, even for myself, I do some general contracting work, Mm -hmm. wanted to do this bid, you know, to work for the city, but it was too arduous because I have to do the project, pay my staff for the project, all the materials for the project. When the project is completed, the city comes and evaluates it. Once it's evaluated, then they process the company a check to reimburse me. So from the beginning to the end, mm-hmm. I could be looking at 60 days. So here are 60 days I have to advance payroll, material, capital, labor, and everything okay. and wait for them to reimburse me in check. Right, right, right.
0: So hence the need for capital. Um, and and I know you're, I know what you're saying is true, because again, I work for the federal government. and <laughs> I used to say, oh, my gosh, because we're kind of slow sometimes and you're, you know, and, you know, kind of as a sidebar. And maybe I, I don't even know if this is something you all could do, but at least there there are, you know, some innovative people, which I think you are one, uh, because you've seen it from various angles. And that is how, you know, we got to get stuff to our people faster. So, um So because I hear there's so much knowledge, I got so many questions running around in my head. So let me, um, so you're out there, you have been, you know, like I said, in D.C., in the Cleveland area, you do various things. So I know that, uh, so we had a pandemic, you know, we're still dealing with that. And so you had to figure out a way how to provide services, to provide help, but, you know, still pay yourself. So I know you had a website, Ask Tiffany. Okay, so on that, there were three words that resonated with me. One is, I'm here to help. And you know what, really, who are the ones to say that? It's usually women. It's not men. You know, this is not to castigate men. But I'm just saying, it's sort of our makeup to say and do that. And so um, that's why we're here to help, you know, streamline, to help people, you know, kind of focus on the areas that they need to. But the other part, the three words I was drawn to was plan protect, and prosper. So, you know, we got wealth at the end. We know there's an economic need in the beginning, but in the middle has to be plan, protect, and prosper. So, those are the takeaways. So, how do you use your platform to help women in that regard?
1: So, so that's my business. So, that plan, protect, prosper is the website of hollinger financial which is my business right and um so i again 25 years as a financial advisor i'm basically a planner i sit down with people and help them identify and articulate a plan of action and how to create a roadmap to get them from point a to point b and insulate the plan and their family from the what ifs or catastrophic catastrophic events that could possibly happen right and so, years of doing that, I never really can kind of take that head off. But when I transitioned back home to Cleveland, I kind of transitioned to real estate. But you never can kind of like not that's, that's You right. can't you can't unlearn things, right? right. That's exactly right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so you it, build on them, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, you build on them absolutely. So, so you know, so now that I do real estate, and I invest, in and then I'm an investor, right? So I guess yeah. it's kind of a, you know, it all kind of like marries together a little bit, right? And so, and I feel people help people buy, selling and invest. But my role with the organization and it's probably what drew, drew me to them as part of this is also how can I invest in the state of Ohio? Because I am a believer and I guess that is reflective of my website is that I personally believe it's my responsibility to leave people, places and events better than how I found them, okay. right? So I was invited to the call um, and they had maybe had a couple calls by the time I had came on board. Mm-hmm. then I started participating with the every weekly calls and you know and, and we grew we probably did calls for almost about a whole year before we officially formalized paperwork documents okay. right okay. filed for registrations you know and we still concurrently working you know and advocating and doing these various things but that's why I'm there how can I make this situation so that the next Tiffany that comes along doesn't have to be as audacious and fight as hard or be as excuse my language, maybe dogmatic as I am to make opportunities. You know, um I realize that, you know, opportunities have not been laid onto me. I have had to create them. You right. know. And so for the next generation or whatever, sometimes this world is getting a little Murkier, you know, it's not defined clearly black and white. We have, we live in this world of gray. Yes. So, how can we sure. make sure that we can, you know, advance the condition of all women? Because let's not be remiss. You know, studies say in the state of Ohio, mm-hmm. and probably throughout the country, <laughs> that if you did any one of two results, depending on who did the interview, con- inclusively the rankings will be white men either uh white women black men black women Mm -hmm. or white men black men white women black women but however one of those you get black women are at the bottom right 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 so we still have that intersectionality about women's issues as well. So I can't be at the table and and and, and not have ah, a concern because I wear two hats. That's right. I'm African-American and I'm a woman. Right. So if I don't advocate for me, I clearly can't sit on the sideline and expect somebody else to advocate for me. Right. So, so you have kind of walked
0: into my next question, which is you've gone through some challenges, right? You want to share <laughs> a couple of them or... I mean, we, we you know, the, the beauty is, and I think it's part of his life, but it's the makeup of someone such as yourself. You know what? Yeah, you're gonna have obstacles, you're gonna have challenges, but you didn't stay there. You rose above them and you got through them. But yeah. I think sometimes it's helpful to share our challenges with others so that they don't think that, oh no, this is not a cakewalk. You, you're gonna run into some, Be expecting so what's your
1: way of acknowledging that and getting through it. So great question um I will say that my entire life has been a sequence of interesting events. Okay. Um, if you ask me what I want to be when I grow up I still don't know right okay. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up I could tell you who or what I am now but I'm not sure if that's what when I was younger and you think about what you want to be and, exactly. you know right exactly. um, but one thing for sure is um, when I look back I will say this one thing and then answer the question I don't know where I got it from I don't know where it came from but I have had an overwhelming level of confidence in myself. Okay. Right. And I don't think that my parents were conscientious about pouring self confidence in me. I don't know if they had a playbook of how right. to pour but whatever they did, whatever the circumstances of my family and my neighborhood that I grew up in, one thing that I have never doubted was me. Okay. Right. Not saying that I'm perfect. Right. Like like, not saying, you know, but and I have only self-discovered this looking back over Uh my life, right? right, right, As they say, right. right?
0: That's right.
1: Because my mother was very adamant about education. And so I ended up going to a high school that was mixed. And at that particular time, it was maybe about 60, 40, 60% white, 40% black. So it was mixed and, you know, and it was like, okay, here's probably my introduction, you know, to some mix. I did do some elementary school where I was like one of very few Mm -hmm. African-Americans that went to school. Like I went to one elementary school where it was eight, black kids and the bus came to pick up each one of us and took us to this k through nine school right mm-hmm. and so i'm the only um i go to a i go to the ohio state university which is not an hbcu
0: right um it's right. not 60
1: right <laughs> right and it's not 60 i'm clearly of a minority right mm-hmm. i go into an occupation that is financial services stockbroker right like right. I'm the only African-American. I'm the only woman, right? You know, but I'm, I, I, as I look back, I realize I've always carried my own, you know? And then I said, I, I guess there was a little something to me that said, I want to go to DC. Okay. I want to go to Chocolate City. I want right, to go right, where I there's right. a large population of progressive, middle-class African-Americans. I want to go there, right? And there I went. Again, not realizing how audacious that was. And I mean, I had a house. I sold all my belongings. I sold all of my content. I moved there with like three boxes of books and my books and my toothbrush. Wow. For the day, right. Okay. And there I lived and it was great because here is a large population of middle-class African-Americans. I'm living in Prince George's County, which is an anomaly throughout the country. Highly educated, you know, <laughs> And I am in heaven again, I don't know, a sequence of interesting events led me back home to Cleveland. I didn't plan for it. It wasn't, it was just like a decision. And, and that's how when I, I make decisions. I just go and I just do it, right? I do plan for I mean, I plan, like plan how to do it. But when I make a decision, I implement and, and I'm gone, right? So I came back and I'm like, hey, because if I'm doing all this great stuff here, I can clearly do all this stuff in Cleveland, right. where I have extended family, cousins, grandparents, my siblings, <laughs> right, okay. not so much, right, okay, very, <laughs> but, nice. yeah, but here I am, so I'm used to being the only, so I am comfortable being the only, you know, I'm comfortable with if majority. Of the people who are around me don't look like me. I, that's not a nuance or a level of insecurity or being uncomfortable because that, and, and maybe that was the, the journey that God meant for me to have so that I can always be comfortable, right? I can always be that bridge between the two worlds to say, listen, no, and come on, let's do, you know. And that's where I even sit and serve with the Ohio's Women Coalition. Most of the women are not African American right Mm -hmm. um most of the membership to date is not african-american and but and and let me say the collective of the women i don't have to preach diversity they speak it amongst themselves which is really great i'm just a conduit to also help but i don't feel uncomfortable and insecure about the fact i'm like great so let's do this then and Right. right like did the, the news channel, the news report, it did drive a lot of African American women, primarily from the Cleveland area, into membership because representation does matter. That's right. Right? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> so well, that's important. And, and what I appreciate about the organization is because um I didn't volunteer to be the chair. Okay. As it was formalizing. We needed three members. We needed three volunteers to have a not to start a nonprofit. And um, and I just sat back. I saw the call. I just sat back. Okay, y'all do it. Let me know when y'all I are nice. <laughs> right? Because I'm busy. I got stuff to do. Right. right, yes, yes. And so I get an email, you know, from one of the ladies, you know, and she says, we need one more volunteer. I said, okay, I'll volunteer like no biggie. And so the information comes out, and it was like, "Oh, Tiffany is the chair." I was like, "Wait a minute! I didn't! Do <laughs> I didn't know!
0: What I was ball <sighs> so I was right?" <laughs> I, I I do understand how that is, and it's um, a couple things. So, I, I I'm gonna go back to. Well, I'm gonna talk about this point, and then I'm gonna go, but do a go back. Okay. But, you know, I, I've been on both hands where you feel like you're always the one doing something. But then when you look around, who are the people who always are doing something? Who are the leaders? People know who the leaders are, and that's who they go to. That's who they ask because they trust them. I mean, but what I mean, I kind of learned it maybe the hard way, and that I felt like, okay, what do I look like the dumpster, here you are. But then later, you know, you turn that around and say, no, there's a level of trust and relationship there. And people are looking at you. No, you are the person. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes we want to say, oh, I'm so busy and I don't want to do that. And then we miss out on opportunities too. And so sometimes you know, we can be our own worst enemy. So Mm -hmm. I think what I know you're doing and the coalition's doing. And, you know, what I've tried to do uh, as I've been mentoring and coaching people is, no, you gotta step into the limelight. And when you're tapped on the shoulder, you have to say yes. And worry about the problems or issues later don't be thinking about the problems or issues up front. Yeah, you got 20. You know what? You're always going to have 20 things. Because even if you don't take the lead, you're still going to have all that to do right. So I'm glad you share that. So, you know, I could kind of point out that, again, as I, again, I, I consider you a trailblazer. So as a trailblazer, people who innovate, That that's this is it. This is, this is what we're looking at, right? Right. So right. I got to go back because you are this yes. confidence, and uh, but we know that everybody didn't get there. So I have talked to so many women who have a lot going on. I, I I think the world of them, but they didn't have that confidence. There's always this confidence thing. So what do you think? So maybe you never needed a, a mentor or a network, but I think I learned later uh, later life that well the best of us probably have one, we just don't know it to right. a degree, right? right. Um, again, it's people who recognize you and people who launch or encourage you or advocate for you. That's really, that is a network right there. But what would you say about people who need a network or a mentor? Because so I know I a lot I of sit in the corner and don't.
1: <laughs> I would say so to, to just I'm I'm a wordsmith as well, so forgive me. Okay. I, I'm just want to categorize a couple things. So, okay, they say do you? You're yeah, right. So okay. so I think like there's a difference between confidence and knowledge. I didn't know everything, uh-huh. so I was astute enough to know that I've always had informal mentors along the way. Uh-huh. But it was my self-confidence that was humble enough to ask. Yes. Right. I, I didn't mind asking for help. I didn't I didn't feel like I knew everything. And and it's funny because I could tell you stories after stories of stories, various stories about how I've asked a question that most people probably would have chuckled and laughed. Uh-huh. And later on it turned into a very viable intellectual conversation because I was audacious enough and self-confidence enough yeah. to yeah. ask. Great, right. great, so, great, yes, input. Because that's that's the key. Don't sit there right. and don't say anything.
0: All right, right. Right,
1: right, you know. And um, so I know, um, I, I will say this. I can look back in life and think of various benchmarks that were life-defining for me. Mm-hmm. But I will say that my time that I was in DC, I think that because I was there and my immediate family wasn't there, it was just me. I mean I just upped and move. I, I had a friend. I went to stay with a, a friend and not a close friend, a friend, right? <laughs> I knew I didn't know. I did. This is this subconscious because sometimes we subconsciously know stuff, right? Right. Is I formalized informal family right? I had a guy that I used to date in high school. His parents were out there. Mm -hmm. So I would reach, I don't care. I just reach up and be like, hey, I'm out here and they of course said, well, if you need anything, pause. But we never, hey, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. Can I come over and hang out with you all? Okay. Yeah. Like, I had enough confidence to take them up on it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a people person and so I form relationships and so my my first boss, she became like a big sister to me. And so I had relationships with her. If I needed something, I picked up the phone and asked. Like, I need this. Or well, I don't, like, even like, I'm lost. I'm in the middle of DC, I'm lost. I don't know how to navigate. And she was from DC and she was like, you turn left, go three blocks, turn uh, right. <laughs> well, it is a bit of a trick getting through DC. I, 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 a lot of that driving. So yeah. <laughs> so, so. I have developed a a muscle for asking for help. And and anytime I needed to make a a life decision, right, I would call, now I will still do it because my father is, is, me and my father are very much alike. We're both Virgos. He's September 3rd, I'm September, I mean, he's September 2nd, I'm September 3rd, right? So much alike. I would be like, dad, I'm thinking about doing da-da-da-da-da. And he he's like a sounding board. He never tells me no, and he never tells me what to do. He's a sounding board. Did you think about this? That sounds right. No, you don't want to do that. But maybe da-da-da-da. Again, my friend's family, his, his dad became like my, you know, my, my stepdad out there. Be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Well, think about this. Did, 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 did. You know, the, the woman who was like my big sister, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Did, 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 did. Other people are like, what do you think? Did, did, did. And so, like, those were my informal advisory board. Yes, you know, yes. they were all very over important. the main. Right. So, I always had sounding voices. So, yes, that was a form of them pouring into me and helping shape me in directions. And I'm agile, I am very. Um, Self reflective. And so I would say I, I'm not afraid to fail because it's in my failing that I learn. So if I try something like, hey, I'm going to try it. And I'd be like, ooh, that didn't work, but let me take note. What could I have done differently? What did I be like? And I don't get defensive, right? I'm not the one to try to justify what I did it because it is. I'm like, okay, I did it. I understand my role in it. All wow. right. Let's keep going, right? You know, uh, and, and I'm okay. wonderful, for, will you tell me how, what you thought I should have done? Like, I guess my defensiveness would always put it back on them like, well, you tell me what I should have done differently then right. because I did what I thought was best at the moment. I'm not saying, I'm perfect. So tell me what you think I would have should have done. Now, don't get me wrong, in corporate America that comes across very confrontational, sure. right? And I've always been in sales also. So another thing is I've never really earned a salary. I haven't got a paycheck every two weeks since I left college, really, right? All right. Well, let me take that back. For a couple of years, two years after college, I had a job job. But when I left and and, 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 and left there and got into financial services, I like, I hunt and gather. If I don't fish, I don't eat. Okay. Right? All right. Oh when I came back home to Cleveland for two years I stepped back for a moment to relearn Cleveland I got a job and I got a paycheck every two days but outside of that my entire trajectory is I'm hunting and gathering and so it helps you understand your worth right it helps you understand helps you build self-confidence so all of these years later I realized I can make some things happen. I realize that I have the skill set and the aptitude to go out here and add value to other people or other situations. But that's a muscle. It's just like working out. You gotta take it one step at a time. Okay. One, one thing at a time, right? And and I will say lastly. The one thing that has planted, and I always do this, a mustard seed of faith Mm -hmm. in me Mm -hmm. is I decided to go out on my own in 2006 while I was still in D.C. to start my own financial planning practice. And I'm going, 2006, I got this. And 2007, here we go. And lo and behold, here comes 2008, the, the, yes. the tip yes. of the Great Recession. Right. And people right. had money, but everybody was afraid. So nobody would invest with me. Nobody would roll their money over. They would leave it with their employer. Even if they left, nobody wanted to. Everybody was fasting. Woo! And I mean, there were days that I did not have a penny to my name.
0: Okay.
1: And so you're talking about a story, not a penny. Uh-huh. But when, here's the thing that I learned is that activity begets activity. I still got up every day. I got dressed every day. I went to my office every day because I am going to, something. I, I got to just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. In that moving, two, two kind of critical things. And, and I didn't learn this in the moment. Mm-hmm. See, if we take time to look back, to take that's a moment and, be like, that's right. yeah. and figure out how do we get through, that's when we learn appreciation. That's yes. when we learn what our, our skill sets here. That's what is when we look back, right? And that's if we're willing to be honest with ourselves and look back, right? That's right. That's right. And so I looked back and I remember there was a guy, he wasn't trying to date me, but every day he picked up the phone and asked me, what you do today? Um, I mean, I liked him, right? I thought I thought he was trying to date me in my brain, right? You know, like, what you doing today? And I'd be like, well, here's my schedule, right? You know, and so he'll be like, well, you got something to do this afternoon. And I was heavy into politics too. And so there was always events or whatever that I would be going to or whatever. So there's going to be food there, stuff like that. And I don't say why well, I got no kids. So when I eat, my whole family eat, right? So there's some little flexibility there, right? But he would be like, well, meet me for coffee in the morning. And so that was my breakfast. And if I was like, well, I'm not doing anything this evening on my day ends at 5 you he'd be like, okay, well, meet me at six o'clock over here for a happy hour. going, But when I look back, he knew I was struggling and he was there to make sure that I ate Yes, every yes, day, yes, every day. Yes. He'd eat. And, and I look back like yes. he never came on to me, none of that, right? none of that, right? And I just, I I just live in the moment. I'm just one of those people like, hey, you know, like, okay, whatever, like, hey, you know, and then about one other time, my mother was going to see my brother who lived in Mississippi and her flight had a layover at BWI. So she says, I'm going to take my flight. I'm going to come layover, pick me up at the airport and I'm going to stay with you for a couple of days and take that last wing back home later on. Because that's when Southwest was real flexible. You could, you know, change your, you know, whatever, right? So I said, okay, fine. And I'm not thinking I wouldn't go pick her up. Mom hang out with me, whatever. So I take it to the office with me one day, you know, whatever. And so I have a little rack, you know, the little rack, you know, they got you all your files and stuff on it. So she grabs my bill rack and she's looking through my folder with all my bills and she's seeing all this stuff, past due, past due, past due, past due. And she commits to pull out her checkbook and pay my rent. My light bill, my phone bill, you know, my car was paid off, you know, so all all this. And and so I'm working, though, because I'm not paying her no mind. She over there doing her thing quiet or whatever. And I looked at her and I'm like, mom, what are you doing? And she was like, I don't understand why you are so prideful and won't ask for help. Because like, in my brain, I, I'm not even concentrating right, on what good, I don't have. Right. Yeah. But I'm not concentrating on what I don't have. I'm concentrating right. on what can oh. I do. Right. Okay. I, I'm working. I'm good. Right? Yeah. And so I and and so again, my mother wasn't supposed to come see me. This was a last minute, whatever, whatever, whatever. But what I realized at that point. And, and so, thirdly, this was the third thing that in that whole manifestation. Again, I had a little piece of car, right? It was paid off, but it was a little piece of car. And I remember this guy saying to me, and it was another guy, you know, friend. And he says, "Hey, how you doing today?" I was like, "I'm doing fine," because he always marveled at how I could leave corporate America and start my own. So he, he remarked, "He's just like, how you doing? You know, you know how people call you to see how you're doing because they want to see what your struggle is. That's they right. call to see like how you're making it through." Uh-huh. Th- that kind of, you know, yeah. and I and, and I didn't realize that then, but I just said to him, the sun is shining. I got a full take a gas. I am good. And he said to me, Whenever I talk to you, no matter how bad things are, and I know that they're bad for you, you never say it. You are always a ray of sunshine. And, I, and, and so I look back and what I realize is that if I can wake up in my right mind mm-hmm. in my full facilities, That's right. I have an opportunity to fix whatever is wrong. So it is no time to spaz out. It ain't no time to whine. It ain't no time to complain. I thank God I got my right mind. I woke up this morning. Sure. I can make it. So all I need is the mustard seed of faith. I'm gonna be all right. That's right. Well, Tiffany...
0: Uh... some of us know we we call that taking a text. We can call that my faith story and we can just call it, well, you go girl. So I know you said a lot because, I mean, I I just applaud you. I, I, I so agree with what you're saying. And, you know, today we look at so many people who are struggling, but it's really up here. It's heart and mind it's it's those two and knowing that you you will just do great things so that's why you know we were trying to come up with a title we have uh divas and diamond divas our divas podcast The (laughs) voyager series was kind of like a how-to I said no this is not a how-to so what's the name so we came up with trailblazer so you are our first trailblazer podcast (laughs) interview and I listened to this I didn't realize that so to share that it's so fixed because I mean we know those stories are there and you know and most of those stories are not up on a billboard they're not in a book it's you know a conversation that's told like now and so I just have to say, wow, I, I hear leadership. I hear, I hear a lot of things and, um, you know, the development. And so I'm certainly gonna be looking for more about the Ohio Women's Coalition. Um, and I know I struggle with, you can't do everything, you know but I can at least, you know, clap and, you know uh, try to share the stories.
1: That's uh, right, that's right.
0: Because it's, it's really, really very important. So you're an entrepreneur on many levels. Is yes. there anything else you want to share in terms of, I mean, uh, well, one, if somebody wanted to find you, where would you, what's your recommendation yes. for them to look you so, up?
1: So you can find me on all social media platform at Ask Tiffany H., Okay. so i'm on instagram and twitter as ask underscore tiffany h you can find my facebook business page ask tiffany h youtube ask tiffany h okay, okay. <laughs> and you right. can do all social media whatever doing hashtag ask tiffany h and you will find
0: me all right okay very good so at the end of the day while well, you're miss sunshine but you have to say okay I, I, you know i gotta go buy groceries or i gotta go to the doctor appointment
1: any last minute advice for how you keep all that together so again, in the moment, it's not fun. So here's truth. Here's, here's speaking truth to power. Here's speaking truth to reality. Here's speaking to, you know, there are times where it was like, oh my goodness, like, I don't know how I'm gonna, right? You know, um, but I think again, if you just, activity begets activity. When I look back, even though I might not have had $2 in my account, there was some food in the pantry. Now, I might not felt like cooking that rice and beans. Tomatoes, just not what you want at
0: that moment.
1: Right. And, and, and exactly. I, mean, I don't think now, again, this conversation, and I'm about categories. This conversation is not for the one who, for a person who's truly don't have it. Like, this is not oh, that, my you my know goodness. what I'm saying? Right. This is the, you know, we have having rough times, and, you know, and, and I will say, though, to my women entrepreneurs it is okay to sometimes pause and take a step back yes there have been many times i have went back to work for very short periods of time though but it's okay to take one step back so you can take multiple steps forward okay. don't sink the ship don't let this don't do the titanic you yeah. see when it's getting tough, you you know, and, and a lot of times I would get oh. jobs that were very flexible that allowed me to still run my business, you know, on the side, but here I was getting a paycheck, you know, here's the yeah. holiday season. If you needed to go work at Macy's or whatever, like, don't be too prideful to let the ship sink, Yes. you know? Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, there was times that, you know, it was tough and I had to make decisions. But I also, here's one thing about me, though. I always had a job and a side hustle, right? And I mean, whether it's not you, you know, I used to do motor mobile signings. and Now, a lot of the things were still tangential to what my what my occupation was, right? right? right. Or what my endeavors were. So they all kind of fit together. But, you know. I call it invisible. I, yeah, Being right. Visible. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to me, as an entrepreneur, for me, at least, I'm never off. I mm-hmm. am always working. I am always on. I am always in the place to meet somebody. network Because I think it was one gentleman who in real estate got had a perfect analogy. He's like, it's like a popcorn. It's quiet for a while. And you get one pop, two pop, three pop, and, and the next thing you know, you're busy right and then you stop and then there's no pop you know for a while so you gotta be comfortable with the non-popping season like you gotta get comfortable and say plan prepare you know what i'm saying because now you know when once you do it the third time you realize that it ain't always gonna pop forever right that's right so prepare for when it's the the quiet times for us right. to, the, 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 the pipeline and closed up a little bit or it's not as busy and don't fret over it because we oh. let our minds like take us like ah, yes, take a whole other place right yes
0: well listen I have so enjoyed this I mean it's very fast hour here so thank you thank, <laughs> thank you it was everything I expected and more honestly it was more than I expected so thank you very much for taking this time because Yes. I don't care, you know, what you're doing, but you know, it, it takes time to stop and
1: share you. And so yes. we will I would say if I could though, again, thank you. Um, because this was actually refreshing for me because sometimes we just do, 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 do. Yes. And we don't feel like what we do is having an impact. Sometimes we don't feel like or can sense what we do is being recognized and I don't do what I do because I want to pat on the back because if that's the case I would have stopped a long time ago right Mm -hmm. but I will say that um, I had a mentor a political mentor that was in DC and um, when I first came back home to Cleveland I was just like I don't understand why am I having such a hard time you know like just connecting with people and trying to Build synergies and relationships and network. I don't understand what. Like, I didn't run into glass ceilings. I wanted into glass walls with people, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, Sometimes a prophet is never received in their homeland. That's right. That's I was right. like, now, mind you, my family loved me, but I was getting this even from my family.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: and I'm like, but I don't understand. It's just me. Like, it's just me right it's just me I'm just Tiffany he says oh baby you're not just Tiffany (laughs) you know and so there's a space for us to understand that yeah I am a big thing and to be okay with it All right. and to not have the imposter syndrome and to recognize that I'm not doing this boastfully or pridefully, I'm doing this because I'm giving back. I could be selfish and just worry about my business mm-hmm. and worry about what it, but no, there's a piece of me who wanna give back to my community and give back to my neighbors and help elevate as I rise. Right? Mm-hmm. And so with that, I thank you because I didn't look at me as a trailblazer. I don't look at me as a trailblazer. So for you to have invited me and in, to saw something and said something, invited me, I thank you for taking the time to sometimes recognize as we call the unsung heroes maybe yeah, in the community yeah, yeah. to just say thank you. So I thank you very much.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. And um, you will see this, um, I will email you with the exact date once and you'll get the whole package and you can, you know, put it on your own platforms. And of course, that's what we're going to do. But um, so, again, thank you so much. And um, special credit goes to this is from our Pink Passport Society. Uh, Larissa Troche is, uh, which is my sister manager of that. And leadership coaching, mentoring connections brought to you by yours truly, Cecilia Benford. So, again, wanting to thank Tiffany Hollinger. She was great. And um, I know that there are so many nuggets that you all will be hearing. So, thank you. <laughs>